shining a spotlight on the lesser-known covers and cover artists. This is Cover Me on Feedback. I haven't seen him in 10 months. The king of covers, Ray Padgett of CoverMeSongs.com. He is back. Not only does he have the cover songs of the month, which are meticulously curated by he, but I was saying to Lori earlier, best Radiohead covers? That I, oh, That's that's kind of like wading through a minefield, I think. <laughs> I really do. Well, we'll see. Because uh, Radiohead's such a sacred cow, man. Oh, I know, but uh, the covers of them are amazing, and they're plenty of them um and we will get there but first we're going to start with the best of the month or some of them at least um and i think where i want to start uh is with a guy named craig holler or haller i'm not sure how you pronounce it but he uh he emailed this is one of these just out of the blue emails to the cover me address um sending in this cover of crazy train the ozzy osbourne song and uh it, it blew me away i'd never heard of him um but it was totally amazing and so uh this is Crazy Train by Craig Haller. Crazy, but that's how it goes. Millions of people living as foes. Maybe. Cut to Ozzy, totally confused. Fucking hell, mate. You can just say cut to Ozzy. The rest is implied. <laughs> I like it. So I also like, you know, I always like a good backstory behind a cover, too. And he had one I liked, which was that he, um, I don't know how old he is, but when he was a kid, it was clearly before the era of the Internet because he lived in Colorado and some radio station played, you know, this song, the Ozzy Osbourne Crazy Train, and he loved it. But he said it took him years to figure out what it was. There was no, you know, Shazam back then. There was no Googling it. So he just ha- heard the song. He was like, that song's amazing. But, you know, in those days, if the DJ didn't say what it was, and I guess you didn't have a cool enough older brother, you wouldn't be able to figure it out. So this yeah, was but like, what is he, like 70? I, like, I get there's no Shazam, <laughs> but it's crazy train. Yeah, but if you're seven and there's no internet and your dad's not cool, I mean, I don't know. But All he right. said it took, it took him till you know, high school, I guess, or I'm guessing, to figure it out. Um, and so then it sort of, even though he'd only heard it the one time, um, he, he remembered it and he decided to cover it, which, uh, which is a story I appreciate. Um, all right, let's go to, I, w- I want to get to this one because this is one of the weirder covers um, of the month so far. Uh, this is a group called The Bird and the Bee. And they are, if you don't know them by name, um, you will certainly know the work of one of them. It's a duo of uh, the singer Inara George and Greg Kirsten, who is probably better known as being a major songwriter. He wrote um, Hello for Adele, co-wrote it, but he produced it and he played almost all the instruments on it. He's written or co-written a million other hits. Um, But he was doing this duo from long before then, um, and they haven't done much in a while, but they just put out this sort of one-off single it is a very surprising cover of Panama by Van Halen. Uh, 
was really loving that. I was going to say that works in a sprockets-like way. I totally love that. It's, I know. I, I hope there's more coming from them. They put out a covers record, I think in 2010, um, that had like them doing similarly odd versions of Hall and Oates and various other things. And it was titled, at the end of the, I don't remember what the title was, but the end of it was was Volume 1. And there never was a Volume 2, but I am hoping this may be the first peak of a, a Volume 2, because I think they're great. Um, and I just thought that it blew me away. It's an insane reimagining, which I love. All right, let's go to a pair of uh, Fleetwood Mac covers. You know, we're talking about Radiohead in a bit because of, you know, them being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, but we've got features on the site for everyone who's getting inducted this year. Um, and these Fleetwood Mac covers have nothing specifically to do with that. They're not even Stevie Nicks songs. But um, there's always great Fleetwood Mac covers coming in. And, you know, we did a big Fleetwood Mac roundup, I don't know, last year sometime. Um, and these both would have been contenders. I'm going to start with William Tyler who I love. He is a uh, finger-picking acoustic guitarist, uh, currently based in Nashville. And he did four cover songs that he released this month. Um, two of them were like classical music, I think Brahms and something else. And then one of them was Go Your Own Way. <laughs> <laughs> Classical gas, man. Yeah. Oh, it's so chill. I love it. He had a good quote about it, too. He said, uh, refer- either referencing two of the most famous sort of finger-picking guitarists, he said, I wanted to rearrange some sort of canonical rock song the way Leo Kotke or Tommy Emmanuel do, and this is the first one I hit on. I think Lindsey Buckingham could have made a hell of an acid folk record, for what it's worth. <laughs> Leo Kotke, first of all, <laughs> let alone Acid Folk. Oh, I like this guy. He's a lunatic. <laughs> he's, he's nuts, but he's but he's great. And I mean, the fact that just, you know, uh, doing a version of such a popular song that is both, you can recognize it. I mean, the melody is, is very clear, but it's in such a different context, in such a different world. It's mellow. It's relaxing. It's, you know, you're not immediately just wanting to hear the original, which can happen, you know, with Fleetwood Mac hits especially. Um, I think it's great. I like the other three songs, so people should check them all out, if you, especially if you're a big Brahms fan. Brahms. Uh, the other Fleetwood Mac cover um, is... Can is, I just mention I like Ray because yeah. he classes up the joint, yeah. you know? <laughs> Although it does sound like a metal band. Brahms. <laughs> Brahms. Brahmstein. Add an um, umlaut over the A. <laughs> <laughs> And thanks to uh, Alex, we discovered what that's called. The the little uh, two prick, the little two dots over the yeah. U and Motley Crue. It's an umlaut. I don't want to steal any yeah. steal any valor. That was all Jim Shearer. He taught me that. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Jim, I didn't know that, and yeah. I did well on the SAT. <laughs> all right, go ahead, Jim. Sorry, Ray. <laughs> I had to take German for Sorry. ten ten years growing up. You get really familiar with umlauts. <laughs> um, the next one, no umlaut in her. That's her a metal name. bed. Umlaut. Umlaut. <laughs> Weirdly, no umlaut in the word umlaut. Yeah, puzzle that out. Um, Lissy. <laughs> that was that was just a conversation killer right what a, what there. A, what a mess this has wow. become. You were doing so well. Oh, man, I killed the momentum. All right, all right. Lissy's going to bring back the momentum, though. Um, another Fleetwood Mac cover, and actually she, there's a good connection that I'd almost forgotten. We played a cover 
of Fleetwood Mac by Lissy on our Fleetwood Mac show. And she covered Go Your Own Way, and it was amazing. And now she's covered another Fleetwood Mac song. The former, um, as people can find in the archives, is, you know, it was big, loud. She can belt like no one else. But this one is much quieter. It's just a piano song. Um, but when you have a voice like hers, you don't really need much more. So this is Lissy doing Dreams. Now here you go again, you say you want your freedom. Well, who am I to keep you down? It's only right that you should play the way you feel it. But listen carefully to the sound. It's great. She even has a little of the sort of smoky Stevie Nicks vocal timbre. I mean, she sounds exactly like her. Like, which, exactly. Which I think, I mean, I like the fact that the performance is, you know, a different context, but the fact that if you're going to try to sound like Stevie Nicks, you better be able to do it, which I don't think most people could. Yeah. You know, there but was I love a moment voice. I was thinking, this is very Unray Paget like because you don't choose things where someone sounds exactly the mm-hmm. same but i mean the fact that you could strip that away the music away and she sounds so similar yeah, to i think the arrangement wow. is, i think the arrangement is so great too very mournful yeah yeah. I, yeah I think it's you know like i say a different context for an amazing song and i think you know you have to change something you don't have to change everything so i'm, I'm fine with vocals being the same or anything else being the same it just has to have something different sometimes it's not even something you can exactly put your finger on in our Radiohead list, there's one or two that, on paper, they're playing the same arrangement and they're singing the same notes. But when we write about this on the site, but there's you know a certain something that whoever it is is bringing, that puts it in a different place. And so that's all you need is something different, but it can be anything. I mean, I don't know what me. this girl looks like, but if there were a Stevie Nicks movie and they needed someone to sing live <laughs> like that, like I have to say, there was a moment where I was actually thinking. Is is this Stevie Nicks and she? It's the 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 artist just brought in the piano. Like I was, wow. I didn't get that far, but I definitely got the same. As I say, the same like vocal timber. It was it's amazing. Anyway, the site he just referenced, CoverMeSongs.com. This is Ray Paget, the King, the King Pin of covers. This is the covers of the month. Covers of the month. Um, all right, well, let's keep it mellow for a minute. Although this is one where you will not confuse the vocalists with the original vocalists, <laughs> unless you really misremember what John Denver sounds like. Um, this is a vocal trio from Vermont named called Mountain Man, um, and they've performed with Feist. And uh, one has gone on to, I think, greater renown in a, a pop band called Sylvan Esso that are pretty popular. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but but they've she's been doing this mountain man thing for since before that, and they just um, came back last year with a new album that is very good, and they released uh, two John Denver covers as I think I think it's coming out on Record Store Day, but you know they're up online now. Um, so this is Mountain Man doing Take Me Home Country Roads. Virginia, 
I was just thinking Sirius oh, probably has rules against fire in the studio, but we should be holding up lighters or something. <laughs> oh, no, that was beautiful. But Sirius, also, they have a channel, a, the Coffee House channel. Like mm-hmm. that, they should be playing that on the Coffee House channel. It's gorgeous. They're, I love them. They, like I say, this album out last year I really liked. And I mean, for them, believe it or not, that is sort of like a big production. A lot of the songs on the album are literally just the three of their voices. No instruments, no acoustic guitar, no nothing. Just the three of them at one microphone. And it is, the, the harmonies are so good. They sound amazing. Like that's, you don't need anything else. And so, what are they called again? Mountain Man. Wow. Mount, yeah, Mountain Man. I don't th- I think I don't, they're from Vermont, which is how I first heard of them. But like I say, the Sylvanesso, I believe she's in North Carolina. I don't know where the other two now. So they're, they're spread out, which is probably one of the reasons they don't do that much anymore. But uh, they, they reunited for this. Do you know wow. what the other John wow. Denver cover was? Uh, around and Around, I think. Wow. They released that one. A deep cut. A deep cut. And it, and it first came out a couple years ago. I think we wrote about it then. Um, so that one's not actually new, but this one is. Yeah, two John Amazing. Denver songs. Wow. Oh, my other fun fact about one of them. I think it's a different one than the Sylvanessa one, but I went down a Wikipedia rabbit hole, and um, one of them is the daughter of the official Santa Claus of Coca-Cola. Shut up. <laughs> it's the Santa that's in all their ads and is in, like, the Macy's Parade. Time magazine apparently ranked him the number one Santa, which who knew that was a ranking that existed in That's the world? That's a job. Somebody's making a six-figure salary being the official Santa. This guy. This <laughs> guy. Maybe that's how you fund a, a acoustic folk trio. <laughs> it's on that Coca-Cola Santa money. Wow. Um, all right. Let's go. Oh, let's go to this one. Pick it up a little bit. This is um, a group called Scary Pockets. And they are um, they're one of these sort of YouTube cross-genre covers bands that have become you know so big. Um, I think Postmodern Jukebox is probably the most famous example. Um, but this guy's been doing it since way before... He was sort of a pioneer. There was a group called Pamplemousse that we used to write about all the time like yeah. a decade yeah. ago yeah. because they did tons of, it was a duo, and they did tons of covers of sort of vocal harmonies and poppy. And I wrote about him a ton, and uh, I don't think they do much anymore, but the, the guy from it, Jack uh, Conti, uh, has come back with this group, Scary Pockets, and their sort of angle, their hook, is in, instead of... Um, you know, acapella covers or f- jazz covers, they do funk covers of things. So this is uh, Scary Pockets doing their funky, funkish cover of uh, Don't You Want Me by the Human League. You were working as a waitress in a cocktail bar when I met you. I picked you out, I shook you up and turned you around, turned you into someone new. Five years later on, you've got the world at your feet, success has been so easy for you. But don't forget it's me who put you where you are now, I can put you back down too. I think funk is a bit of a stretch, but they definitely made it their own. That's well, in a way, I, I I agree with that. I was just thinking that listening to it just now. But that's kind of why I think it works in the sense that this is maybe in the weeds. But I think most people have probably seen who n- n- like music. That's this genre of YouTube I'm talking about, where it's all 
uh, some site that just does 30s cabaret jazz covers of pop songs or heavy metal covers of, you know, Ariana Grande songs. Yeah. And I think sometimes those are amazing, but a lot of times, you know, especially these ones that are pretty professional and trying to churn out like a video or two a week, you know, if you're sticking really closely to your formula, like it often just bombs, you know, and the same people where sometimes I like them a lot of times, I, we see a lot of those get sent in and a lot of them just don't work. And there's and so a I, sense of kitsch too. Yeah. And so I like that. I, I, I like to sense that, that they take this seriously. Yeah. Which, which in a way, so like you say, I've seen other group covers by this group that I didn't think worked. They, they're one of these, they're very professional. They're putting out, you know, two or three very nicely shot videos a week. Um, but I think the fact that they are, you know, their their sort of gimmick is, and it's in their title, I think, um, you know, on the YouTube page is funk covers of pop songs or something like that. But I do appreciate that they don't hold too closely to the formula because I, this is probably, I've heard a bunch by them, and I think this is the fav, my favorite one I've heard so far. What are they called again? Scary Pockets. All right. Interesting name. Yeah, I'm sure there is a reason behind it. I do not know what it is. Um the next one I want to play, let's go. Oh, let's go to Lauren Daigle. Um, this one uh, kind of came out of left field for me. It's it's also in the category of not that different than the original, but I think the way she performs it is beautiful. Um, this is Lauren Daigle for Spotify. She covered Don't Dream It's Over. There is freedom within. There is freedom without. Catch the day losing a paper cup. There's a battle ahead. Many battles are lost, but you'll never see the end of the road while you're traveling with me. Nice. You know, I, I saw Lauren for the first time live at the Music Cares event, the Dolly Parton um, tribute during Grammy week, and I was blown away by her. I mean, she just, I, I knew who she was. I knew I, I'd heard some of the recordings, but hearing her live, I was just like, what a voice. I mean, she's, and a presence. But, you know, the other thing I wanted to mention is the, uh, just today alone, but over the last few months, you've been bringing a lot of these classic alternative songs that are being reimagined as, you know, in covers. And I just think, I mean, the, my whole premise when I put my book together was classic alternative, well, sorry, new wave is the new classics. That's what it is. And I think it's, that every time you come here proves my point again and again. It's the same way like when I was growing up, bands I like would, you know, do their encore and play Led Zeppelin or would play the Velvet Underground. Or play. I feel like it's interesting that we're mining that 80s period now for so many of these covers. Mm. Isn't Warren so Daigle many. a Christian artist? Con yeah. yeah, contemporary Christian. <clears throat> She's known as the Christian Adele. Um, but that is, that you, you know, to that point, like, remember, the artist that, you know, you loved... 
it's funny because like the eighties weren't that different, weren't that far away from the seventies. Like we're like thirty years away from the eighties now. So to them, that really is their classic. Well, right. Classic I think rock. it's w- w- when were you twelve years old listening to the radio? You know, what songs did you like at that point? We I mean we talked about Ozzy Osbourne earlier in that sense from someone who's a little older. But I think it is a lot of these people, and we get this, in, you know, people's quotes about the covers. It's often I loved this song when I was a kid. This is the first record I bought or CD I bought or MP3 I downloaded or something. Um, and so I do think that once those artists come of age, hit their 20s and 30s and, you know, start having recording careers of their own, a lot of them do draw from that early uh, well, childhood Well, Lauren's 27, mm. so it's her parents that probably yeah. listen to this. And the other thing is- Does what, 86, something like that? Don't Dream It's Over? Yeah, 86. Yeah. And it, what's so weird to me, though, is it's a point I make again and again and again that- you know, the music that I grew up listening to, everybody thought it was about videos and makeup and hair and crazy clothing. But the bones of these songs are why these covers keep happening. It's about the music band. It really is. Well, and I'm proud. No, some of it, but some of it was. You know that. It's just... No, they, the, all of the hair and stuff it has melted away. The songs remain. The, the, the songs are not of the moment. The songs are classic. But, but, Whereas the hair and the right. makeup and the videos, they were of the moment. But They're Crowded the silly House stuff. was never that band, though. They were like, they didn't even have an image. They were just like guys in plaid shirts, like playing, you know what I mean? They were Kiwis. Whereas Split Ends, oh, by the way, uh, Ray, Polly Soundman has checked in with a definitive word on Twitter. He says, that swing beat, uh, <clears throat> that swing beat of Don't You Want Me totally does not work. So we will uh, notify, was it Swatch Pockets or whoever? <laughs> we will notify Pockets. them and have them delete it from, delete the master. Duly noted. But, you know, uh, Human League, as in the pocket as you could get when it comes to hair, makeup, look, synthesizer, what people thought was disposable pop at that time. So it's very cool. I just, I've been noticing this a lot. And we haven't even gotten to the Wham cover on oh, the list yet. Oh, yes. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, if we have time, we can get there now. Uh, do, this is. Do we have to? Do we? <laughs> Good. We do have to because I just introduced it, and uh, Laurie would kill me if we didn't. Uh, this is taken by Trees, who is a Swedish singer. Um, she was a former frontwoman for the group called the Concretes. Um, and she did this cover of Careless Whisper that's um, just sort of a one-off single. Um, it's not promoting anything. There's not more coming. But um, it sort of came out of nowhere. And I, I didn't know her. I didn't know Taken by Trees. But I, I really like this. So this is Taken by Trees, Careless Whisper. I feel so unsure As I take your hand And lead you to the dance floor All right, I'm going to write my congressman and demand a moratorium because you're never going to be able to add anything to that song. If you're going to cover George Michael, go cover something else. That, that just at this point, put it behind glass. It can't be touched. Oh no, I disagree. I think nothing should be behind that glass. That should be an empty, an empty case. Yes, because, because everything you've got can be mouths covered, to feed, George Michael. You've got mouths to feed. <laughs> I'm just a casual fan. <laughs> no, I, 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 I love that. I think it's great. I think you know, taking a song like that, that as you say, is so iconic in a way. 
If anything, I would say that gives them more reason to cover it, to say, this is, you know, it, you don't put it on a pedestal and say it's untouchable. You know, take a song that everyone associates with, you know, the instrumentation and the production and, you know, the look, as we were talking about in the time, and see if you can in redo it. Um, I fully support that, and I think she did a good job. Well, I respect your view, but you're an idiot, and you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What'd you think? You were bobbing your head. I thought it was sweet. I thought it was sweet. I agree that, listen, George Michael's hard to, is one of those artists like an Adele or, or a Prince. Or any George Michael song, though. I mean, I'm of any of them, no, leave it alone. No careless whisper. I just don't think it was that interesting. I don't, it's not that I think you shouldn't touch it. It's that if you're going to, make it like really interesting. I don't know. That's fine. I mean, it was, I mean, I thought it was interesting enough in the sense that the, the arrangement was close enough to the original, but her vocal was different enough because I just don't think she could well, she's a girl. sing. Well, no, no, no. But I mean, I just don't think she had the chops to sing it that well. Just because it's that that vocal performance is so iconic, so it's like burned in our like not even it's in so our minds, rich. in our soul. Yes. This is giving me an idea that we should, we have this, you know, we talk about the best of an artist, but we do a series of features where we post five or ten covers of a specific song. Now I'm thinking we should do one for Careless Whisper. Yeah, there are plenty. There are millions. There are so many teen stars over the years. so many. But it's also making me think we should do George Michael and Wham! Karaoke. No. Eventually. Yes. (laughs) Nothing is off the table. Yes. That is off the table. What do you got? What? If you're going to make a fool out of yourself, that's the one. All right. Well, one more, I think. We're going to do, we're going to. Taking a different direction, though, I really like this one. This is um, a woman who goes by Little Mazarn, um, or excuse me, a woman and a man, a man, a duo, are Lindsay Verrill and Jeff Johnston. They did this cover of uh, Dancing in the Dark by Bruce Springsteen. And, like, as you'll hear, it's a slowed down, quiet version of Dancing in the Dark, which has been done a million times. Like, this is not the world's first idea to take this pop song and make it, like, sort of slow and sad. But I think, you know, the it's a cliche because it works. It's one of those. And I've heard probably 10 different versions like that, all of which are different enough that they work. And so this one, I think, is in that category. Um, and, and I think maybe part of the reason is that she said basically that she's not even really a Bruce Springsteen fan. She just happened to hear this particular song one day while she was at Staples, uh, like photocopying her resume. <laughs> and, he, and even though she said, you know, even though he's singing about it's a very upbeat song, he's singing about some of the same struggles that she felt as like a struggling, you know, musician looking for a job. And she said, uh, I realized if you take away the stadium drums and synths and sweaty biceps and Courtney Cox, it's a song about everything I had been feeling about self-doubt and being down and taking solace in your music. I know um, exactly which line. Yeah, I want to change my clothes, my hair, my, hair, my face. face. I mean, well, also, I'm just sitting here trying to write this book, like this idea of the drudgery of being an artist, and everyone thinks about the fame and the glory, but it's the drudgery, especially when you're getting going. Yeah, and she's literally listening to this like overhead music at the Staples, you know, photocopying her resume um, and and music to try to get some attention. So I, I think a it's a job great story. Now. I need a job yeah, right. so freaking bad. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I get up in the evening and I ain't got nothing to say. Just tired 
know, I, I think when I eventually slit my wrist, that'll be on the playlist. <laughs> and uh, the gratuitous banjo is interesting. <laughs> oh, no, I love the banjo. No, I just said it's interesting. I, that's not what I expected. Yeah, like I say, I... I, I appreciate the impulse behind it. I like the way they rearranged it. And as, again, they're not the first people to point this out, but it is true that in terms of the lyrics, you know, that music sort of fits what the words are more. I mean, that's why the original song's fun, too, is that the, the sort of dichotomy. But the lyrics are very much in the mold of that music of some slow, haunting, sad, melancholy banjo. I, I mean, yes, it's when she says, I'm just tired and bored with myself, I, I kept thinking, because this is boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, it's it's one thing to like, reimagine what? it as a slow song. It's another to, like, drag us. Like, it's dragged. I, I kid you not. And she's like, I'm just so tired and bored with myself. I was like, good, yeah, that makes total sense. <laughs> I guess right. not everyone appreciates slow banjo music okay, as but much wait, as I but do. Okay, but wait, but wait. I mean, do we have anything with the pulse? I mean, you know, all these torch songs today. I'm going to go out with one. I'm going to go out. Alan, wait, 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 Alex uh, wants to take a break. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, how about a pulse? Because well, Radiohead aren't known for their pulsing wait, wait, songs either. hold up, hold up. The first song <laughs> I have scheduled in our Radiohead segment has so much nice. of a pulse. You'll see. Better be good, Ray. Ray Paget is here. CoverMeSongs.com is the website. His book is pretty extraordinary. We'll, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back. Are we done with the covers of the month? Are we going to move into Radiohead territory or yes. do you have more? All right. Radiohead next on Feedback. <laughs> You're listening to Feedback. Didn't think you needed that mariachi cover of Nirvana in your life? Or that backpipe version of Don't Stop Believing? Well, you're welcome. This is Cover Me on Feedback. Series XM 106, it's volume feedback. Nick Carter, Lori Majewski, Ray Padgett is here with the covers of the month and the best Radiohead covers. And I'm working on my Radiohead uh, impression. It's just going to go... <laughs> Pretty good. I'm getting there. All right, what do we got? All right, so we are going to start off um, with one of the medleys. Um, this is, needless to say, the most covered song, which is Creep. Um, and so let's just hit it. 60 seconds of Creep covers. When you were here before Couldn't look you in the eye You're just like an angel You float like a feather
right. Ray always goes through what we heard, but what was that creepy fourth one? That was awesome. All right. The fourth one um, was, yeah, that that's definitely the weirdest cover of Radiohead I've probably ever heard. It's by a duo that goes by Heinoli and Matt Finlay. <laughs> they, they didn't release much, but they released a number of sort of dark, ambient covers where it's like spooky Halloween music and one of them sort of slowly intoning the lyrics for like eight minutes. I, it's so bizarre. It's so out there. I mean, you know, you know, I like out there covers, and even for me, this is like really towards the limits. But I love it. It's so weird. Um, all right, so the full list is uh, David Bazan kicked it off. Then uh, Puddles Pity Party. Puddles <laughs> Pity Party. Who is a clown on America's Got Talent? Uh, no, an, a- an actual honest to goodness clown Wait, who does I'm, cover songs. Give me a second. I'm googling. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, he did. A, he he went viral covering Royals. See if you can find that one. Oh. I know that guy. Yeah, that, that guy's creepy wow. as hell. It's, it's the sad clown puddles. Um, then we had Lena Hall, who is a Broadway star. Uh, then the duo I just mentioned. Then Northern Kings, Finnish symphonic metal covers group. Amanda Palmer, who we'll get to again in a minute. Um, the sort of uh, vocal choir one is probably the best known. Um, it's by a group called Scala and Kalakni Brothers. And if that name doesn't ring a bell, it's the one from the Social Network the trailer. trailer. Yeah, yeah, the I Facebook that. movie. That, that was so spooky. When yeah, that came and it's sort of it, it sort of you know went went viral. Um, so that one's very well known. Then Bent Knee, Boston art rock band, uh, a ska band it's called the Scandalous All Stars. Macy Gray who did an amazing sort of was soul, that soul the, version. Was that the Tina Turner-esque one? There yes. was one that I was like, that's kind of in the Tina it must, it must, yeah. I don't know what else would qualify for that. So yeah, the second to last one is Macy Gray. And the final one is probably the other best known one, which is Prince, who covered it live at, at Coachella. Coachella 2008. I just want to mention that uh, Puddle's Pity Party will be playing the Gramercy Theater here in New York City May 11th, proving positive that P.T. Barnum was right. <laughs> One of you folks born every minute. Yikes. Uh, enough to fill the Gramercy, apparently. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, all right. So that so um, if you want to hear all those songs, by the way, we, our full list went up this morning on the website. Um, and before, before the break, um, I was hearing some grumbling about the tempos we'd been hearing. A little too many slow songs. I wasn't grumbling. I was, was I was just in I was, the air. I was bitching. Were... I was bitching. Ag- aggressively <laughs> complaining would be oh, the word I might really? use. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But here you go. This is it. For anyone who's been, you know, falling asleep at the wheel, um, the darkness are going to wake you right up. Yeah. This is an insane, ridiculous, should not at all work on any level. And maybe you won't think it does, but I think it does. Let me guess. You're fucking special. <laughs> That, see, that's the thing. So, this and this is where I wrote on the site is that you know, a hair metal cover of Radiohead sounds just awful on every level. And I think with almost any song, any Radiohead song, it would be like I can't imagine many songs that the Darkness could do that wouldn't sound just atrocious. But they picked the perfect song, which is a song you can sort of belt and get away with. I think uh, this is Street Spirit parentheses fade out. <laughs> I've been a fair, my guilty pleasure. Uh, you know, 
You're really growing on me. The first album, I think, is genius. It's so good. I understand why people wanted to burn them at the stake, but it's. I know it's so ridiculous, but it's. I, they embrace their own ridiculous so much that I, I like them too. And like, like I say, with this uh, on paper, it just sounds awful and maybe even sacrilegious. Doing a sort of really ridiculously over the top hair hair. I can't say it. Hair metal version of a, of a Radiohead song, but um, I think that's the perfect song. I mean. There's another version of that on our list, which is by um, this the, the, actually the same Broadway star I mentioned earlier, Lena Hall, and it, I, I, it's sort of a similar thing. Whereas a big sort of Broadway musical theater version of Radiohead sounds like it would be very bad, and I think again <laughs> with most songs, I think it would be very bad. Like a Radiohead jukebox musical would be ungodly awful, but. This one song, you can kind of belt it and get away with it. He does in his way, she does in sort of a Broadway way, and I think it totally works in it's both funny. cases. It's funny, they say you need like 10 hits for a, a you know, sing-along songs to have a jukebox musical. Yeah. I, Radiohead. <laughs> well, they do have enough, but the thing is, York would be like, oh, I want to use Planet Telex. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> Paolo Alto. Exactly. Only songs from the King of Limbs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And in keeping with the King of Limbs, you can decide whatever you want to pay for a ticket price. <laughs> yeah, whatever right. you think it's worth. <laughs> All right, I want to go, actually, something Laura just said remind me. I want to go to Amanda Palmer, and the connection is she released an entire Radiohead covers album, and she was, I think, joking a little bit about the same thing you just mentioned, Laurie, in that her, she titled it, I just love this title because it's so absurd, Ama- her covers album is titled, Amanda Palmer Performs the Popular Hits of Radio. <laughs> Taking the piss out of them on an homage. On an homage record. album, I know she loves them, but it's that's it's funny. true that it's and so she's absurd. Just, she's just weird too, so I'm sure that's part of it too. I mean, they have one popular hit at best, um, but you know they're a huge band, so it's sort of you know they're about as big as you can get without actually having you know a lot of household name songs. Um, and so all the covers are ukulele based. Um, so this is Amanda Palmer covering Idiotech. That actually works because, first of all, she's a genius. But, I mean, it's so funny because if you've never heard the original, I mean, it couldn't be any more diametrically. I remember people came at them with the knives out like because they made an electronic record. And people, I mean, Kid A, people just, now it's canonized, but then people literally wanted to put them in a capsule and jettison them into the sun. Can we just talk about how that cover though sounded like Saturday Night Live, <laughs> or, or <laughs> it sounded like it sounded like um, from Friends, the the kit the cat song. But what th- are they feeding you? But I thought it worked though. <laughs> but I do thought I do think it worked. I don't think it. I mean, I get what you're saying. Phoebe's but... cat song. <laughs> Yeah, well, it, it's dangerous working with the ukulele because I think cat. the Smelly sort of cat. Zoe De Chanel thing, the ukulele has a bad rap, but I think I think oh, it works. Oh, you're right. This is the second time. I, I like today. I like ukulele covers, so I'm I'm good with them. Um, we'll do one more. Um, this is well, we'll do the one that was. Um, I think I think Alex was playing just when we came in uh, the Radiohead song. So this is a cover of that song. Uh, this is Mark Ronson featuring Phantom Planet. This is. Um, this was sort of before anyone knew who Mark Ronson was. I mean, he was a little well known because he had produced 
and worked on the Amy Winehouse record, but like he didn't have any hits under his own name at this point. And the first, you know, album he released under his own name was this 2007 covers album uh, called Version. Version. Um, and so this is off it. This is um, Mark Ronson and Phantom Planet doing sort of a ska-ish version of Just. Oh, oh, don't, don't do it. Don't do it, Mark. Don't do it. Add some banjo, too. I remember this. remember that and you know the ska thing is subtle like basically all they had to do was kind of just speed up just because just kind of had the same kind of vibe speed it up add some more horns but yeah it's not i mean like like we said here in the you know a little bit of the original in terms of the tempo and and just the melody it's not that different but they they tweak the instrumentation instrumentation uh just enough that i think i think it's a really good one that that whole record is so good um you have, there's a cover, he does a cover of Stop Me by the Smiths. There's a cover of The Charlatans, The Only One I Know. Wow. It's a really, really good record. And and Mark, Ron- I, that's the album that Valerie's Valerie, from, yeah, with Amy with Winehouse. Amy Winehouse, yeah. Right, are we going to take a break? Let's do that. <laughs> Alex says so. Alex is the boss. Actually, you know, one of the few times people actually pay attention to what he says, so we'll do that now. Uh, don't forget. <laughs> Larry Flick tomorrow with new music, and Lori sat down with Brian Ferry, but uh, more of Ray Padgett and more Radiohead covers next on Feedback. Feedback returns in just a moment. To great artists with unique covers of their songs. This is Cover Me on Feedback. All right, Series XM 106, it is volume feedback. Nick Carter, Lori Majewski, Ray Paget is in the building doing the cover thing. And I have to say, real quickly, uh, some of the greatest covers ever heard were Paul Schaefer and the World's Most Dangerous Band, in and out of commercials on Letterman. Paul Schaefer will be Jimmy Jam's guest today on the Jimmy Jam Show, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. in the West. They're going to sit there and not only talk, but they're going to play together. They each sit in front of a keyboard, and uh, it's just magic. So check it out tonight. Uh, I mean, this afternoon, sorry. Uh, the Jimmy Jam Show on volume. So, Ray, what do we got? All right, we got a f- time for a few more. Uh, we'll start with a group called Sonos. Um, they did a cover of everything in its right place. Lori, how, f- how fast are they going to get sued? How fast are they going to get sued? How do you spell Sonos? <laughs> Uh, S-O-N-O-S. They're going to get so funny, sued. Funny thing. I didn't even, I did not make the connection until right now, but I noticed what? when I was Wiki, when I was Wikipediaing them, you know, to, to write up my blurb, um, that they changed their name on their last album to, I don't remember what, but- To, please they, don't maybe sue Maybe they us. did. Please don't sue <laughs> maybe, us, Maybe they corporation. did get sued. I don't know the backstory. <laughs> but at the time this came out, they were called Sonos. This is an acapella group, 
but they have sort of which again I, I like these ones that sort of sound like bad ideas and an acapella cover of Radiohead kind of sounds like a bad idea but they are an acapella group with a twist which is that they use all it's all vocals but vocals with all sorts of electronic effects which sort of I think makes oh, like it work Jake six does that cool yeah so uh, <laughs> this is everything in its right place Don't make a face. Here's the thing. When you said, you know, an acapella version of Radiohead doesn't sound like a good idea. When you said everything <laughs> in a right place, I thought, well, that's the perfect song. Yeah. That is phenomenal. They just layer it. I think it's amazing. They've worked with the Pet Shop Boys in the past, which is interesting, and I think totally makes sense because they're, like I say, when you think acapella, you sort of think of a college thing where everyone's standing on stage. But I think theirs is totally different than what the term acapella would mean to most people. Okay, well, so formerly what... known as Sonos, and it's as rich as listening to music via a Sonos. It felt like that, like listening via <laughs> right. my Sonos. But wait, okay, good. so they didn't release that under Sonos, or they did? They did. That, okay, that's a decade or so. Okay. Make it sure. Like cool. I said, they changed. The, I saw they changed their name yesterday, but it was after that. All right, let's go to Anne Brune. Um, I love this one. It is a slow one, but I think it's one of these. Like I was talking about earlier, where the voice for me is all that all that matters. Um, she released an amazing covers album. In, sorry, in 2017. We all do that, man. Um, and it was uh, this is a cover of "How to Disappear Completely." I'll be gone. already passed Yeah, it's gone And I'm not here This isn't happening Kind of has a Regina Spector thing about her voice. Yeah, I can hear that. Yeah. She's Norwegian and I don't know a lot about the Norwegian accent, but she has a little bit of an accent, which I think on all the songs she does, it was one of our fa- it was one of our best covers albums of that year. And every song, it's they're all slow, they're all sort of mellow, but I just love her voice and her singing. All right, we'll pick it up again with uh, Vampire Weekend. This is a cover of the song Exit Music uh, for a film, and this um, I didn't actually think of this until one of my writers who wrote the blurb for this pointed it out, which is so true and goes back to what um, someone was saying earlier about. You know, I think a, a, a through line with these Radiohead covers is they often take what are sort of odd or eccentric or elaborate productions and strip them back. A lot of the ones we've played are kind of like that. This is the rare case where the original was pretty stripped back. Uh, the Radiohead performance was a relatively straightforward ballad for, for them. Um, and Vampire Weekend added a whole bunch of weirdness and oddness. So here is them ramping up uh, exit music for a film. Hi. Good. Yeah, uh, I think it's 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 funny. I've, I've listened to that so many times that I sort of forgot that the original 
was as stripped down as it is, you know, because like I say, that in a way sounds more like you think the Radiohead original would sound like, and then the Radiohead original sounds more like the cover would sound like, because that's usually the way it goes. But Vampire Weekend just added all sorts of stuff, and they're great. Um, we can't get out of here without doing a cover of probably Radiohead's, well, definitely Radiohead's second most covered song, Karma Police. Um, a lot to choose from. There are a couple on our a big list on the site, but the one I want to play is a very recent discovery. I just discovered it putting together this list. Um, it is a vac- Vancouver singer, a jazz singer named Andrea Superstein. This is what you get. Sounds like jazz. All right, CoverMeSongs.com's website. Ray Patchett, thank you very much. Thanks, we got to go tomorrow. Larry Flick, uh, we got Brian Ferry and OAR. How are we going to get all this into three hours? Find out tomorrow on feedback. Bye.